Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. To my bed crimers, hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. Let me just ask that after listening to and or watching the video, if you found you enjoyed it, please do me a favor, smash that like button. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a Patreon membership. You'll find a link in the description. Now, let's dig in. Someone asked me yesterday if there are any new developments in the Rachel Morin case, and I was sad because there weren't any. But today, there are. When Rachel Morin was killed, investigators were able to get DNA from her attacker. They uploaded that DNA into CODIS and they got a hit, but the hit was to DNA that was recovered from a crime scene in Los Angeles. And unfortunately, whoever belongs to that DNA remains unidentified. But there was a video of that suspect coming out of a home in LA. And in the video, you see an arm inside the home closing the door after the suspect leaves and walks out. Many people believed that that arm belonged to the young female victim inside, but that wasn't correct. Apparently, that arm belonged to a male inside the home. Apparently, Sheriff Jeff Goller spoke to that individual, and he said, quote, We were able to speak to that individual. He's not in any way tied as a suspect to the case at all, but he was also not able to provide us an identity of that suspect. So that unnamed man was not assaulted, according to the sheriff, but there were other people in the residence who were. Well, we knew that because we knew that a young girl was assaulted in the house. So does this mean there were also other people that were assaulted in the house? The sheriff did not clarify that. When News Nation host Brian Enton asked the sheriff why the man closed the door so calmly on the suspect after he allegedly broke into the home and essayed a young girl inside, the sheriff insisted that the people in the residence did not know the person who committed the home invasion and the essay there. The sheriff said he knew how many people were inside the residence at the time the suspect came in, but could not reveal the number, citing an open case and the need to not hinder a police investigation. Goller also gave an update on the trip that the investigators took to Chicago. They had pursued a lead there, which they thought could in turn lead to the suspect's identity, but Sheriff Goller is saying that that failed to come to fruition. He said, quote, he was also not able to help us identify that person. Here's what I want to know. Why can't those people in that home in LA help the authorities draw up a composite sketch of that man? And also, why can't they use that DNA to create a rendering of the person's face based on eye color, hair color, skin color, the shape of the face? ethnicity. I see it all the time on cold case investigates. I mean, the authorities keep saying this could be a potential serialist. 
So why aren't they trying everything and anything to get a image of that person's face? Something about that case in LA seems shady. I can't put my finger on it, but things do not seem right. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories.